Welcome to Swing Away, uh, the last one of the season. And uh, as usual, leading off, uh, a man who accomplished something this week with his 100th win with the Western Panthers. And I know he's just dying to talk about it because that's how he is. Sarcasm. Uh, Number 24 in your program, number one in your hearts, Coach Berryman of the Western Panthers. I'm not sure who you're talking about there with the number one in your hearts, but uh, you're number thanks, one to me, coach. <laughs> All right. I'm number one. That's why you on lead this... off. That's right. I lead off your show. So I'm number one, I guess. Uh, as I mentioned, you know, I, I know you're not one for personal achievements and stuff, but hitting that 100 mark, that's pretty awesome. I think that's just a, a tribute to, you know, what the team brings, the program you guys have over there. And I just want to tell you, congrats. Thanks. I appreciate it. Um, you know, anytime coaches win games again, I, I said that before, it's about the players. So, um, you know, our goal is always to try to win 20 games. And, um, and we can do that year in and year out. We feel like we've got a good thing going. And, and that's what we've been able to accomplish so far. And, you know, yeah, like you said, this year so far so good, sitting at 21 and two. Uh, probably could have had a couple more W's if, uh, if you would have played over the weekend. Uh, but we'll run it down. You know, only two games this week, a light week for you. Uh, apparently some miscommunication with Wabash and the weather or whatnot. So you only had a, a limited week. Yeah, it was very frustrating. Uh, we had five games scheduled and we got our uh, game in at Mississippi on Monday and, or I guess that was Tuesday. And, you know, we played okay there. And then we played uh, Southwood on Friday and, you know, cleaned up there that we should have. We should have been able to take care of that one, and we did. Um, we were supposed to go to Harrison on Wednesday, and that game got rained out, and um, you know, some mis- miscommunication there on a on a makeup day. We really wanted to play those guys, and um, for whatever reason, it didn't work out. Um, they're a good team, and they've got a good program. We wanted to score off with them. And then, yeah, Saturday, I'm not sure what's going on. Um, ended up being a nice day, and Wabash played – a doubleheader with Northfield. Uh, we were supposed to play Wabash and Northfield. And Fairfield was supposed to be in that tournament too. They're having a good season and they had to back out because they had a player pass away. And um, they felt like it was best that they took the weekend off, which is fine. And uh, for whatever reason, we were told they weren't playing yesterday because it was a washout. The field was a mess and the rain was coming and it was just in bad shape. And um, I got a call from another coach that was scouting to watch us play in the tournament. And uh, he asked where we were at, and they're out there playing a doubleheader in the sunshine yesterday, Northfield and Wabash. So I'm very disappointed, and I'm not going to hide it. I'm not going to sugarcoat it. That's just uh, not ethical. And uh, we signed contracts for a reason to play, and um, you got to honor those contracts. So uh, they had umpires there and everything. They had a three-man crew working, and uh, they played a doubleheader, and we weren't invited, I guess. And uh, that's very frustrating because at the end of the day, it's about our kids getting a chance to play. and um, you know, we were supposed to play two games yesterday and have our guys get their work in and prepare for sectional and have a nice team building day together. And our families had made some food and um, had bought some different things for us to have. And we're just all pitching together as a program yesterday and um, very disappointed. Just kind of a low, low class thing to do. Yeah, especially you'd kind of fill me in a little bit on the history of that tournament and being there and everything like that. That's, that's been a staple for you guys on that schedule. Yeah, we, we enjoy going up there at the end of the season. It's an opportunity for us to play in a tournament setting. You've got to win two games on Monday in the in the sectional. So it's kind of like a Memorial Day prepper for us. Uh, we we attack it with uh, a starter, and we have the idea of using our bullpen for two different games. And, uh, you know, Wabash is a team that's 18-5. and five. Fairfield's like 15-4. and four. 
And, uh, you know, Northfield threw the race yesterday that we were going to see, and he beat Wabash, and that would have been nice to see, you know, that competition. But, you know, we go up there and get a chance to play and, and come together as a team and try to have a, a strong footing going in the tournament, and uh, we got bamboozled, and uh, it's very frustrating for our guys. And what's that do for you? Like you said, you, you kind of had a plan to gear up for the sectional week because I feel like the, the tournament's starting and it, it, it's go, go, go for majority of the season. And now the schedule's really kind of broken up. So yeah. I, I'm sure you had the full intention of let's get as many of these games in here. I know you guys are going to play on Monday and then it, it's sectionals with a bunch of breaks in between. Right. You know, so I, once we get to, to the halfway point actually once we get done with the conference season um i will go out and we got to figure out you know who's going to start our conference championship game and so we've got to work towards that and then also i'll, I'll map out what day we're playing in the sectional who's going to start that game and we we work backwards so we, we build our whole pitching off of the sectional and that conference championship game and then how are we going to get guys work in between so we have a, a whiteboard in our locker room in the coach's office and it's all mapped out and it's, you know, this is how our plan is going to be. This is what we're going to do. This is when this guy's going to pitch. And we have the luxury of having a lot of arms. And so it's all planned out. And then, you know, a guy like Christian Ponell gets hosed. And a guy like Parker Dean gets hosed. A guy like Dylan Bryant gets hosed. And Evan Stout and Deglin Pleak. And it just throws everything out. So now, tomorrow, we got to get some guys a little bit of work. And we're going to play a game against Madison Grant. And then we've got to make sure that we keep guys fresh for – Wednesday so it really it really ruins the whole plan that we had in place for our team this week for us to get better and for our guys to get some opportunities you know they they get they work hard our guys work hard all year um you know some guys get to hit more than others that, that was a chance for a couple guys to get some more at bats um, that's probably eight more at bats for the core of our lineup that was another two or three innings for guys on the mound um you know those, those are things that you want to see going into the tournament and learn more about your team and just didn't get those opportunities so you know, we'll go, we'll get after it tomorrow against Sebastian Grant. Uh, we'll put a plan in place to go put our best foot forward. And then, uh, you know, we'll be ready for Peru on Wednesday and, um, you know, we'll tack it that way. So, uh, but it is frustrating for sure. Um, I, I, I've never seen anything like it. I've never seen anything like it. 20 years of doing this as a coach. I've been an athletic director for a couple of years. Never heard of something like this happening. And the 40 coaches I've talked to, they're asking me, what's happened. They've never heard it either. And another handful of athletic directors, it's just really classless. Yeah. I'm disappointed by, by the way that was handled by Wallbatch and also disappointed for your guys. Let me ask you how much rest is too much rest. Cause like we're talking about, you know, you only got two games this week. You didn't get to play Saturday. I know you guys do a lot of practice and, you know, trying to get swings and stuff like that, but for your live arms to see live, live action, like you like it, you know, how do you navigate, kind of the extended break that you have and then how the sectional lines up. So, you know, tomorrow we'll get some live ABs. Um, I'll, I'll go back last week when we got rained out with Harrison. We've got some guys like Caden McClure and Garrett LaPoy um, who hadn't gotten really any work in the season, but are quality pitchers. We, we throw them live inside with the weather. Um, so that kind of keeps us fresh and seeing the ball moving a little bit. So, but the, as we get into next week, so playing tomorrow will be big. And that's why we wanted that game there. Tuesdays are practice, Wednesday it's showtime, and then we're off Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, you know, four days off before Monday. So we really haven't had a four-day window when you look at the schedule. So um, we'll get a couple guys to go live. Um, if we can get outside and scrimmage a little bit, we'll do that. If we have to go in, we've got the 
the luxury of having a facility to do that. But um, it's good to have some rest in a way to kind of build up to like, hey, this is it, right? This is the end of the season where we either show up or we're out. And so there's part of that. That's a good thing. But like, if it goes too long, yeah, you know, the ball moves a little bit quicker on you after a couple of days off. Um, you have to kind of hone that back in. So, um, yeah, so we, we wanted to play. We, we wanted to play Monday and uh, we didn't want to have just one game in about a week. So hopefully that will play into our benefit. Um, last week's over now, but uh, playing Monday and Wednesday, hopefully that that uh, that keeps us on pace. We'll get a couple practices in and we'll be ready to play Monday. How do you judge your team right now with sectionals kicking off on Wednesday? Is everybody focused? Do you like where they're at? Are you guys ready to go? Yeah, I mean, as much as we can be uh, ready to go. So uh, we've got our 23 games in at this point. We'll get another one in tomorrow. And um, the guys are hungry. They know what they want to accomplish. Um, so, but we can't get, we can't look too far ahead. It's one game at a time. And, and we want to play for a championship Monday night. That's our goal. So we're not going to hide from that. But we got a lot of work to do on on Wednesday and, um, you know, go after Peru. They're going to give us everything they've got. So um, I think we'll be ready to go. We know how to defend the butt. We know how to defend the steel. We know how to, to move runners. Um, we know how to play the game. So, but in that moment, we got to go out and compete. I know you guys treat everything business as usual, but do you start to feel a little of excitement start to build here? Because the, the regular season's long and, and fast, but this – we're playing for trophies now, and this is what it's all about. Do you just kind of start to feel that environment and, and the, the energy pick up? Yeah, I mean, it's the end of the season, and it's, you know, do or die. So there's definitely going to have a little bit more of a uh, energetic feel to it and kind of an anxious feel to it. So what I like about our guys is they've been through that last year and the disappointment of not fulfilling an expectation that everyone thought, you know, we should have and that we didn't perform and, and accomplish. And so – um, you know, I, we know what's in front of us. We know what we want to do. So I feel like we're not as anxious. We're more confident. But, um, yeah, I mean, I, I, our guys are, are chomping at the bit to get to this weekend. So saw a lot of them yesterday um, over here in our neighborhood. They had a, a team get together and party. You know, and they do that every year. And they're kind of excited and um, talking about, you know, where we're going to be at the end of this week. So, um, yeah, I, I think we'll be ready to go. But um, definitely you always feel it at the end of the season, like, I mean, it could be over in a moment's notice, right? And we were we were two outs away from advancing last year with a two or three run lead, and then within a handful of pitches, we're done. So it's uh, you know, there's a lot of finality to it. So you got to be ready to go. Well, I'll let you know. I've got my Wednesday night playing at Northwestern, as well as uh, my my Memorial Day. So I expect to well, see you as well as maybe the Tigers over there playing for a title. You might want to bring your uh, umbrella on Wednesday, and uh, maybe camp out for Thursday and rain some more. I, it, this forecast looks a little sketchy, but I'm glad we're on turf. So hopefully we can get them in on schedule. Let, let, let's hope so, Coach. Real quick, give me something you like this week and something you want to work on heading into the sectionals. Um, you know, it's just the two games we played, um, we had opportunities to uh, kind of put teams away, and we did. So I like that, that we, that we were kind of staying on it um, and we didn't really settle into anything. We played hungry. Um, what I really want to see is – uh, this week, like really no regrets. Um, you know, don't regret tomorrow. You can get done today. We've we got to take care of business and uh, have that killer instinct and, and respect our opponent each step of the way. And uh, really, we got to finish. I mean, that's kind of been our big thing in the offseason. We got to finish. So, and for good reason, because we didn't finish last year and, and we need to be in a position to finish things off this year. 
Coach, I just want to tell you how much I appreciate your time. You know, you always giving me your Sunday evenings. I love talking baseball with you. I love the relationship we've grown over the last year or two. I just greatly appreciate you. I appreciate it. And I appreciate you covering uh, high school baseball and taking interest in these kids and, and our programs. And I love what you do for us. So I um, really appreciate your time as well. Appreciate you, Coach. Good luck this week. I'll see you. All right, man. See you. Joining me now from the Taylor Titans, Coach Dill. Coach, how are we doing? I'm doing well. How are you? I appreciate your perseverance through the tech issues. Uh, like yeah. I said, you know, yeah, leave it to the last episode for everything to try to want to fall apart. Um, <laughs> appreciate you uh, you staying with me. Yeah, no problem. It happens. It's part of it. How are we doing today? Good, good. Just enjoying the 65-degree weather. So You golf again today? Yeah, I golfed. I, I didn't play well today. It's the first time all year I didn't play well at all. Um, I didn't, the, the, the 65 yeah, looked cool for you. Yeah, it was 65. It was uh, too windy. Um, you know, everything but me. It wasn't me. <laughs> <laughs> hey, well, I just want to say, you know, you want to talk about the wind and everything. Maverick Conway from Tipton shot three under at Rock Hollow yesterday with everything going on over there. So I think you've got some work to do. Yeah, I, I'm definitely not at that point, and I don't think I'll ever be at that point where I'm under par. Dude, try to imagine, you know, I cover all these kids and see these, these teenagers excelling at so much stuff. It makes me feel horrible about myself. Well, it shouldn't, and this is why. <laughs> they put a lot more You can't more even say that with it. a straight face, Chris. You're just sitting there like, well... Well, seriously, though, they put a lot of work into it, and their bodies can do a lot more things than we can. That ain't no joke. Yeah. We got the Taylor Titans sitting at 10, 16, and 1, 500 week from what I saw, loss on Monday, handle Clinton uh, Central twice, and then a tough loss to Oak Hill. Let's start with game one Monday. Who'd you play Monday? Uh, Lewis Cass. Lewis Cass. Yeah, 7-4. Yep. Um that was a situation where we had um, honestly just – it's, it's crazy. As soon as we get to the ballpark, I kind of have – you know, I kind of know. Like, I, have, I, I know where we're at, and I can feel it. And I did not feel good about Monday. Um, and to our credit, or to the kids' credit, they, you know, they fought through that one and – um, but we gave that game away. I mean, it was it was a situation where I think we out hit them eleven to two, and they won that game. Whew. Yeah, so that was a hard pill to swallow. And then, you know, it, Tuesday um, at Clinton Central, uh, we kind of you know let them in the ball game a little bit longer than it should have been. But I'll say this about Clinton Central: I love their coach. He's he's a really good coach. And he doesn't have a lot of resources, so he does a really good job with um, his program. I think this is his second year. Um, and he might have been there COVID year, but we didn't play. So, But their first four or five hitters, they can hit. I mean, they really they, – they barreled a bunch of balls up against us. Um, but, you know, we pulled out that victory. And then on Wednesday, uh, we had a, you know, a – eight inning game um comeback win in the bottom of the eighth so that was our first walk off of the year and that felt good and I told the kids moving forward like you got to be able to have that kind of game we we talked about this last week on your show 
about we needed a kind of a game that, you know, was close, win a close game, and we did that. And then Friday night, oh, man, that one hurt. That was a heartbreaker. So, yeah, yeah, walk me through that Oak Hill game. Well, we go up five zip, I think, in the second um, or third um, total. And Michael Pemberton had a day. I mean, he was – by the way, their facility is unbelievable. It's un-freaking-believable. They've definitely so, invested over there. Oak Hill does Yeah, it is beautiful. Now, we go out there, and uh, there was a bunch of zeros for them. Uh, they had a two-run inning um, at one point. But, you know, going into the top of the seventh, um, Zach Landis was dealing. Um, we were just – they barreled some balls, but we were just there. Um, deep fly balls, line drives. Um, just We were just right there. Our outfield has been outstanding this year. Um, it's probably our biggest strength. They have played really, really good baseball out there. Your, Michael, your team has, been, has, has improved dramatically on defense altogether. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And it started with them, really, like, because we have pitchers that, you know, attack the zone and, they don't, you know, they don't have very much velo, so we have to rely on our defense to make plays. There's a lot of batted balls in play. So, um, Owen Owen Scheimer has made a huge improvement from last year. Um, he's he's anchoring center field for us right now. And then Keen Sullivan came along and did really well, and so he's gotten some time out there. And then obviously Eli Harris has been out there a lot. So, anyway – we go through that game. It's six to two. It's, it's five to two in the top seventh. We put up a run. I told him, let's, let's, let's push one across. And we did that. And then, um, Michael was a single away from the cycle. And I, I bring that up cause I'm, I'm getting ready to explain why that, that single would have been nice. So we go to the uh, top of the seventh and we scratch one across, but bases are loaded and Michael comes up. I think there was only one out. And I, I had told him earlier, I said, look, I don't want a single. Like, we're just trying to hit gap to gap here. And then he comes up, and all I'm thinking is, just give us a single. That's all we need here. <laughs> so, and he goes down looking, and then I, I don't remember how the inning ended, but, you know, we didn't, we didn't push any more across. We had a lot of left on base, and I've been looking through our stats, and that is one that's just really glaring. Um, we have 46 two-out hits. So I don't know how good or bad that is. I didn't look at last year's, but it's hard to compare to last year because we weren't really good at anything. So, um, but anyway, we, we give up. Uh, the situation was uh, walk, walk, bottom of the seventh, walk, walk, line out. So one out, six to two, um, single. Now bases are loaded. And then um, a walk. So Zach Landis walks a runner in. And so bases are still loaded, one out. I bring in Hunter Williams and my assistant coach, um, Peyton McLean. He said, uh, we just need a ground ball to the pitcher. And I was like, well, yeah, that'd be great. First pitch, ground ball to the pitcher. Our Hunter Williams throws it to first instead of home. It would have been a double play. It was tailor-made. I mean, right to him, right to him. And uh, they score another run, makes it six to three, uh, six to four. Sorry. So man on first and second, we get the out at, at first and then uh, base hit tie game. And we end up getting the third out next, next batter. Um, and then we go up to the plate and 
um, just didn't get anything going there. And then they walked us off in the bottom of the eighth. It was, it was a great game. It was one of those games that I felt like we talked about last week. We get a big win. That would have been a big win. Um, they're 20 and six. They're a good program. They're a good team this year. Um, and that would have that would have given them a lot of confidence going into the sectional. So I feel like I feel like if you look at half your losses this year, if you're 16 losses plus the tie or whatever, like those are games that if you call them 50-50 games, I mean they, you guys could easily be sitting at, at 18 and 8. Yeah, no, I'm dead serious. We we've had I think nine, seven one run games or something like that. We've won two of them. And then we've had three or four, five, two run games, and we've won two of them. So it's been insane. Um, and it feels, don't get me wrong, like I love that we're competitive, right? And teams have to really, like, they have to bring it, right? We've made teams have to earn a lot of victories, but at the same time, we've given them away at the end. And um, it's hard. It's, it's hard to watch it. It's, and, you know, it's not always the kid's fault. You know, that Northwestern game, I made a bad, you know, it was a coaching error. I, I sent a kid on a ball that was in the gap that got, ended up getting caught. Who knows what would have happened, right? But, you know, it's just one of those things where you'd like to see the kids get a couple of those victories. It, it gives them confidence. But the good news is, is we're hitting the ball really well right now. Um, I think all week, we played five games this week. All week, I think we had 11, 9 to 11 hits every game. Um, and we just, we, we were on fire against, uh, the bats were hot against, um, Oak Hill Friday night. I mean, we were bearing a lot of balls. That's uh, good to hear because sectionals are coming up and you know who you're facing uh, on the mound on Wednesday or, or whenever you guys play this week. Yeah. Who are we facing? Tipton. I assume it's going to be Hoover. Oh, uh, I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I went to watch him and he's never throwing. So, um, we're prepared for that, but we've seen some of the best in the area. Um, they've thrown, everybody's thrown their best against us, you know, in conference. So um, we've seen some good pitching and I feel like our kids are dialed in at the plate right now. Um, so I'm not worried about our bats. Um, I'm worried about us closing games out. Coach real quick, uh, before I let you go, give me something you like this week and something you want to see worked on heading into sectionals. Well, I just mentioned it. Our approaches at the plate have been great. Um, two strike counts. We've been doing a lot better. Um, first time through the order, we've been doing a little bit better this week. Um, but our in the last two weeks, our base running has been atrocious, and that's putting it kindly. We've run ourselves out of innings. We've been picked off. We've just done a lot of stupid things on the bases and um, and, and uncharacteristically from kids who typically don't do that. So if we can get that dialed in and uh, that'd be nice. And I think those are two areas or that one area for, you know, what we need to work on, but the positive areas, we are having quality at bats. We have a lot of base runners. So that's been nice to see. Well, coach, good week. Good luck this week uh, with sectionals. Uh, I just want to say, I appreciate your time every Sunday you're here. I, I, this show exists because of you, you know, you came to me about it years ago. Um, I, I thank you. And I, I just appreciate you greatly. I love it. I appreciate you doing it. Um, it's been it's been a it's been a highlight every week to be able to do, talk about our kids and our team, um, and to keep it quick. Uh, I I can't take all the credit for that. I knew that 
you have the platform and um, it was just a simple idea. And I hope it continues long after I'm gone. I hope this is something that sticks around. I appreciate you, Coach. Good luck this week. Yep, you too. Thank you. With me now from the Northwestern Tigers, Coach Ward. Coach, how are we doing? Brother Chap, we are grand and glorious. How are you today? I, I'm not quite that, but I'm having a good day. A little disappointed. <laughs> it's it's the last sound or it's the last swing away for the season. Um, it, it, it feels like it's so long, but it goes so fast. Uh, right. I love talking to you guys. I'm excited because it's sectionals week. Uh, I think everybody's getting really amped up, getting really excited. I, I'm excited to see everything come down the stretch. Yeah, definitely just that that time of year, um, kind of the end of the spring, beginning of summer, bittersweet. You know, you enjoy all the the games and the memories, the moments we've been able to do this season. But, yeah, definitely come, coming to an end, and hopefully um, that, that ending's the best. You know, sectionals start this week. We got uh, Western playing on Wednesday, and you guys are following up on Thursday, I believe. Um, right. As the reigning sectional champions, you know, the target's on your back. Yeah, I, I would agree, but I think that's that's what's great about it. Um, you know, even though the target's on our, our back, which I agree with, I feel like that means we have the, the most freedom um, and, you know, the less pressure on us because we are the defending champs, right? Um, the, the championship is ours until someone says otherwise. So I feel like other teams have to, you know, try to um, catch us and, and play well to – to get us and that's not to be arrogant or whatnot but um you know other guys are going to have to play well we feel like to, to get us and that that championship's ours until until someone says otherwise how do you not fall into a trap game because looking at this bracket not to beat around the bush i mean everybody's going to want to see the western northwestern and i feel like that the two best teams in this are right there you never want to sleep on anybody i understand that but when we're looking at it like those are the top two teams that's who we want to see and when working with high school kids how do you keep the focus yeah that's a that's a terrific question and that's something we've been trying to to emphasize all year long and i i think it just goes back to um especially these last couple weeks not dwelling on wins and losses but just staying steady staying stable and putting that that emphasis on on process on habits on on development um and staying present-minded um something we've done a little bit differently this year that you know some guys think it's kind of different or weird but like in practice we've been meditating um and doing some different stuff and just some some mental preparation um for those exact reasons and i and that's kind of been the message where you know, maybe we have a bad game that we lost on, on the scoreboard or um, a great game. It, it's not trying to get too high or too low, but just staying um, present minded and, and in the present and focusing, you know, and doing the current task as best as you can. What's been the response from your team when you talk about meditation? Um, you know what? They, it, it's been really great. I think some guys uh, enjoy it for different reasons than others. I think some you know, just like, hey, I get five minutes to kind of, you know, lay down and rest for a little bit. Um, but we've just been trying to work on just visual, visualization, breathing methods um, to, to try to prepare for, for this week where it is going to be a little bit more pressure packed. Um, and, and just hopefully whether, you know, we win or lose on the, on the scoreboard, just that preparation, um, you know, hoping the, the kids really see that it is something that works and um, something that they can carry with them after baseball. 
you know, you've got high level guys who, who are going to go off and play college ball and, and they, they've, they play ball all the time. They play the summer ball, your leaders, your, your Mullins, your wises and guys like that. You know, what have they brought to this team and especially in the sectional week to keep everybody on, uh, on course? Yeah. Um, you know, I, I think a lot of it naturally is just their, their performance, um, on the field, I've been privileged enough where, you know, I've taught elementary for so long that, you know, like Cole, for example, was in my fifth grade class and Austin Robinson was in my fifth grade class. And, you know, kind of date known- yourself now, coach, calm down. Let's, 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 <laughs> I don't, well, it just means I'm getting wiser, not older. Ah, there you time. go. <laughs> um, you know, I know Tate since he was, he was a little kid and, you know, their freshman year, um, we had seven wins there, their freshman year. And all three of those guys, um, and then Cameron Adams, you know, were part uh, of that that program. And, um, you know, a couple of those guys had experience in losing to Benton Central in the in the sectionals. And then we had COVID. Um, and and then, you know, last year we were able to produce a, a sectional championship. So um, I feel like a lot of the turnaround in our in our program goes to those guys and they deserve a, a lot of the credit. Um, and now they, their performance and their ability to play and lead and be good teammates is where, where the standard is that, you know, other guys realize, okay, this is how we got to do things to be successful, whether it's the off season development or the, the preparation or what, whatever that may be, they've helped set the standard on what it, it's going to take to be consistently great. Now, let me ask, you know, the, the season is such a grind. You end up playing – hell, you had four games this week. There's weeks you got five games. Now we get into the sectionals. You're going to you're gonna play Monday, play Thursday, and then, Lord willing, play two games on Monday. So the schedule now is a lot slower. How right. do you feel about, like, the extra time? Like, I guess for me, I sit there and go, okay, if you got somebody who's really rolling and really locked in, like, how much is too much time? <laughs> Yeah, no, that's another terrific in terms of strategy. Um, I think us and Rossville are on the same page, and that's why we scheduled Monday um, at our our sectional tournament specifically at Northwestern. The schedule's a little bit different trying to go around um, graduation and different schedules where we play, you know, Wednesday, Thursday, and don't don't play till Monday. So I've always big, been a bigger fan of not having that, that layoff and – um, staying in game mode and, and, and things like that. Um, I know maybe there is some pros to having some time off and a little bit slower with, you know, maybe physical healing or whatever that may be. But I've always kind of be, been a fan of staying in game mode, um, game reps. And, and so really thankful that Rossville's willing, willing to play on Monday to kind of get a, get a game in this week before we hop into sectionals. Because I just think about, you know, you're telling your team, like, all right, we're playing four and five games a week, you know, be ready, be loose. And now, guys, relax, calm down. We're, we we're, we got one game like, every two or three days. Like, it kind of – all of a sudden things are kind of changing a little bit dramatically from what you're used to all year. Yeah, no, and, and I agree. Um, you know, I think that is a, a, a difficult, you know, task to kind of comprehend and work around. Um, I think the benefit is is everyone else is kind of in that, that same – um, spot where all the other teams have been in that four or five games a week schedule and then kind of slowing down here. Um, so I think that is kind of the benefit, but I do think that's a, that's something that's part of the coaching, the psychological part of coaching is getting the, the minds right and, and trying to navigate through those different circumstances. I think people forget, especially with such high level players that are in the area, like these are still kids. These yeah, are still 16, 17, 18 year old kids who, <laughs> 
have other things going in their lives besides just baseball. And so I just kind of think, you know, with all the down, like th- this is the time they should be excited for. And like, it's, it, it's a big deal, but you don't want to make it too big of a deal. Like, but this is the focus now. It was a, it was a, it was a marathon and now it's a sprint. Yeah, no. And uh, you think about, you know, the mindset we've kind of talked about this before. I mean, with, with kids, you know, you're going to have some inconsistency or maybe some maturity things that you got to work through. But now we're at the time where we are working around graduations and we're working around proms and senior skip days and open houses and senior awards and, you know, everything that they're being told is like, hey, this is over. Look forward to to the next thing. Um, and we're, we're here as baseball coaches or spring coaches in general. Like, hey, that time's going to come. You know, let's let's stay and enjoy what's going on, you know, right now. And that's hard for everybody to do, but especially when you're dealing with teenagers. Yeah. You're sitting over here going, okay, guys, like I understand everybody else is telling you that this is coming to an end. We still have work to do. Right. Yeah, absolutely. You know, you look at the last two weeks, you guys have kind of been around the 500 mark, you know, a a couple wins have slipped away the last couple of weeks for you. And I, I, some other teams are in the same boat. So I just kind of, you know, I don't think it's beyond the realm of possibility. You look at it, you're like, okay, the season is long. Once you get past the conference aspect, whether you're in it or you're not, like games can kind of, I don't want to say not matter, but they don't necessarily have the importance as you, when you're playing for conference or playing for sectionals for stuff. So like when you look at the last two weeks, how it's kind of been a little up and down, how do you kind of rope that in and correct it leading in for this week for sectionals? Um, yeah, and I think it goes back to what we were talking about earlier. It's not necessarily necessarily dwelling on the results, but have, have we played well? Um, you know, for example, when we played Tipton earlier this year, we had a two-game series against Tipton. Uh, even though we won on the scoreboard, I, I, I didn't think we played very well. And that's a disrespect to, to Tipton, but just knowing our guys, I thought some of our, bat, our at-bats weren't very sharp, um, you know, thought, the way we're pounding the zone maybe wasn't pitching wasn't necessarily as great. And just our, our team camaraderie was a little flat and our energy was a little flat, but in their mind, they're like, Hey, we won, we're playing great. And, you know, at that instance, I thought, you know, we're not, we're not playing so well, but vice versa. When we played McCutcheon this week, we ended up losing in two one and it could be easy to, to hang our heads and because we lost, but I thought that was one of the better games we we've played all year. Um, so just, um, not being hypocritical as coaches and not steering away from that, that message, but if we're constantly consistent about, it's not about results. It's about process. It's about playing for each other. It's about playing our best for the end of the season. Um, and I think that's how you rope it in, but you know, as coaches, you got to be consistent with that, that message and not get too high or too low based on the results yourself. Yeah. I think like you said, you got to keep it level headed. Like, okay, yeah, you guys won, but don't get too high. Yeah. You guys lost, but don't get too low. Like, being aware i guess having a team that's that's aware is probably the biggest challenge you face yeah that's a great way to put it absolutely you know just to run down the week run out of time here but you know you had a good win against delphi uh two games you probably should have won that you lost you know a tough loss to wabash mccutcheon two to one mccutcheon's a good program um then a big win yesterday against eastern um so yeah i i i an up and down week for you, but probably a week that you look back and go, I know how we could have been four and over versus two and two and a couple corrections over the next couple of days, get you ready for sectionals. Yeah. Um, I, I think as coaches for high school and, and in a game um, and throughout the season, our biggest job description during those seven innings is pitch management. Right. Um, 
knowing the pitch count, knowing what games we play this week, what the weather's like, are we going to play these games this week? Does this kid need to get pulled now? Do we need to let him in and handle some adversity? Um, and so I feel like there's some games maybe on my end that could have done a little bit better, maybe looking too much into the future in terms – or, you know, not enough like in the in the present game. But, um, you know, try to, that, that stuff that's all going to come play into to, to sectional, right? Who do you pitch when? When do you pull when? Uh, does the pitch count come into play? And so we're going through a learning process as well w- with these kids and um, trying to find, find the right pieces. Um, and, and so that's part of it. And then I think naturally um, one of our biggest struggle when we've lost all year is the ability to, to hit guys in when we're in scoring position. We get on base a ton during the game, but some of our losses, we haven't produced a lot of runs because we're not getting the big hits or we're striking out when we need a sack fly or fielder's choice or something. And so we worked a lot on that on Friday. Um, and hopefully it's just one game, but it looked like it paid off a little bit against Eastern and hopefully we can keep that going. Real quick, give me something you like this week and something you want to see worked on. Um, work on, uh, I, again, I think it's the the middle to bottom of our, our, our lineup just being a little bit more consistent. We did a great job towards the towards the end of the week there, like I said, at Eastern. But those are the guys that are going to need to come through um, in sectionals w- with big at-bats. So that's something we're going to continue to work on. Um, what I do love is that our, our seniors have been playing extremely well in these different difficult circumstances. Um, Tate and Cole are really hot um, at-bats. They're pitching well. Austin and, and Cameron Adams have been great leaders. So I'm just really proud of our, our seniors during this time in their careers. Coach, I appreciate you. Always appreciate your time for for the year. Uh, you've given up your Sunday evenings. Congratulations on the newest edition of the baby once again. Good luck this week, and I'll see you over there at sectionals. Hey, thank you, Chad. Thanks for all you do this spring. All right, buddy. Take care. All right, you too. With me now from the Eastern Commons, Coach Heisner. Coach, how are we doing? Hey, doing well. Just uh, finished watching the uh, end of the PGA Championship, and what a finish! Pretty good tournament there. Yeah, the. the they, they joke about that. Uh, the one kid, he looks like the happy Gilmore caddy. Right. Yeah. I remember when he first burst on the scene a couple of years ago, that was uh, that was a pretty good uh, comparison. Yeah. Justin Thomas, though, uh, going to be Justin Thomas and get you in a playoff. So I think that's just a veteran right there getting it done. He had a feeling when he got within one and uh, the leader had a couple holes to go that it, it uh, could get interesting. So how's the uh, how's the weekend treating you? I, not, I, I was texting you kind of joking, like, you guys went one and four this week, and it's kind of like I feel like Ricky Bobby, I don't know what to do with my hands. I'm not used to having these conversations <laughs> with you. It, it, was, it, was a, it was a doozy week for the comments. Yeah, you know, we're fine, Chappie. Uh, obviously played some good competition. Um, you know, three games, uh, two against Carroll, one against a very good Northwestern team, and uh, you know, got to win on senior night against Elwood. So, um, like I told the kids, from an outsider's perspective, is people are going to look at the week and say, you know, what happened, cause for concern. But uh, no cause for concern from our our end. Um, kids will bounce back, and and uh, you know, we'll be fine. That I was at that Carroll game, the the five two loss, uh, the beginning of the week, and I I, I told you afterwards that game. Uh, I was talking to some people that game was awesome. Like it had a playoff feel like it was the energy was high the whole time. And your, your team didn't shy away from it. The comments came to play um, things obviously just didn't go the way that you planned. It, my question is like, 
with all the energy and kind of like the build up to that, after that game, the conference uh, championship was out of reach for you guys. Do, do you think there was kind of like a little bit of a letdown after that? Like you got so high and then a little deflated? Yeah, I thought about it a little bit. I think anytime you have a game like that, um, then got to come back the next day on the road. I, I don't think you're going to have that same energy just because of, uh, like you said, you know, you were there. It was, uh, you know, packed house, probably the biggest crowd we've had there for maybe ever. Um, one versus two, obviously, facing probably the best arm we're going to see all year. Um, so, yeah, I think anytime you have that, that situation, that environment, it's going to be hard to replicate, you know, and go on the road the next day. But, um, you know, it's still not an excuse. It wasn't like we showed up at Carroll and and uh, had no energy and, and weren't ready to play. Um, you know, I thought our guys were ready. Um, I liked our approach and, and pregame. And, and uh, you know, I, I had no concerns or no red flags, you know, before the first pitch that we weren't going to go out there and compete. And uh, we got down early, but uh, obviously kids battled back and, you know, had bases loaded the last inning down, uh, down four. And I think only one out. So even though we got down, they, they still fought back and stayed with it and, and gave us a chance to, you know, to tie it up there, at least get a lot closer and put ourselves in a situation to, you know, one big hit away from, from once again, you know, doing something special against a number one team. What was your message to the team after those two Carroll games? Well, the, the, the Tuesday game out, you know, I know we didn't come out on the, on the winning side, but just real proud of the energy and effort. I told the guys that, you know, we keep that energy, that effort, um, that approach to the game that, you know, we're going to be fine moving forward. Um, so I was real happy with, uh, you know, not only how we, how we played for the most part, but just uh, the, the, the energy and how we handled the atmosphere. And then, yeah, you know, Wednesday, I mean, I kind of felt the energy, obviously, you know, we still had an outside shot or a very small chance to, to beat Carroll and then get some help and win conference. But, um, you know, that kind of eliminated us from conference, obviously. So a little bit disappointed, but, um, you know, once again, told the guys, uh, you know, someone would have told us, you know, we were going to be sitting with that record after Wednesday. We probably would have taken it. Um, you know, it doesn't diminish anything we've done at this point. And, um, you know, that we've worked too hard and, and we've worked, uh, you know, too long this season to to not finish and see this thing through. So I thought they were real receptive to that. And, and um, yeah, so, you know, not, like I said, not too concerned. You know, you and I have talked about it before. Like we always knew like the back portion of your schedule was going to be kind of the toughest and I think with the season being – there's a lot of reason or a lot of excuses, I guess, that could be made about this time of the year. So I, I hear you when you say you're not worried and everything like that. So, But, but how, is, how do you feel the team is right now heading into – you've got one game on mm-hmm. Monday, and then you don't play again on the 28th for sectionals. Right. No, I, like I said, I, and I'm a, being a hundred percent honest, I, we're, we're fine with where we're at. I mean, I really like actually where we're at going into this week, we're going to get a chance to play Monday, um, throw a couple guys that we anticipate throwing at some point during sectional, get them some work. And then we've got four days off, uh, and turn all that focus toward, uh, Madison grant on Saturday at seven 30. So, you know, I know some people probably can listen to this and say, oh, you know, you're just giving coach speak, but no, we're, we're in a good place right now. Um, and I know we went one, one and four last week, but, you know, we got to see number one team in the state twice. We saw, um, you know, I thought three pretty good arms, uh, you know, Eldridge, Turnpaw from Carroll, and then we got to see uh, Mullins from Northwestern. So that's only going to help us moving forward. Um, you know, we got to win on senior night at Highland, which is where we're going to play our sectional. And then, um, you know, pick up a game on Friday against Rossville, probably, you know, a little bit too much last week. And you can put that blame on me, but on the flip side of that, you know, we got a chance to play at seven 30 in a true night game 
at the place we're going to play our sectional. And, you know, I'm, I'm kind of glad we did now. We had some, uh, you know, a few issues in the outfield with just, you know, balls and the lights. And so I think to get um, to get some reps in, the, in that environment, um, and I thought, you know, later in the game we made some plays on on some of the similar plays that we may have had some issues with earlier in the game. So to get a little more comfortable in that environment at night under those lights, um, I think will help us, uh, you know, moving forward this Saturday. You know, I, we, you and I were texting a little bit, and, and you you were very quick to kind of take the blame for for a one and four week. But as you sit at twenty one and six, I told you I don't think there's a whole lot to complain about Coach Eisner over there at the uh, Easter comments. I can tell you that much. Well, I appreciate that. But, you know, just like we want to hold our kids accountable and and um, you know address things that need to be improved. I, you know, I thought I had probably a situation there on Tuesday where I should have walked walked somebody and I didn't, it cost us two runs. And then, yeah, I probably should have stayed away from that game on Friday. Um, but, you know, I, hopefully it, it ends up helping us out in the long run. And, and like I said, the kids have been great. Like I said, I've got, you know, uh, and we, we had a lot of discussions this week, um, you know, with our captains and then with our team, um, you know, after Thursday and Friday. And like I said, I really do like where we're at. I mean, you know, 21 and six, we got one game left. Uh, hopefully we can get a, get a win and finish the regular season uh, like we started. And, um, you know, if we finish 22 and six and, and uh, you know, probably give them Tuesday off and get a good practice in on Wednesday, watch some of the sectional and then a couple more days of uh, practice, uh, not too heavy, but kind of light, doing what we need to do and then, and then ramp it up again and, uh, you know, get ready to uh, play on Saturday. And like I told the kids, you know, we, we gave ourselves a chance uh, with the first 14 games of our conference. We earned the right to play for a conference championship. And then, um, you know, right now, we, you know, Madison Grant standing in our way to earn the right to play for a sectional championship. So, um, you know, like once again, not to make excuses for Wednesday or Friday or Saturday, um, you know, 100% not going to do that. Um, but, uh, you know, after Tuesday, all of our, our attention kind of focused to preparation on what we need to do to put ourselves in the best situation to uh, beat Madison Grant and earn a right to play for championship. Yeah, you mentioned Saturday, and I just want to kind of briefly go over that. You know, that's kind of what stuck out to me. I, I had somebody had asked me, is like, man, is that, that score, the 20 to 3. And I think kind of what you just said, you know, after the Carroll series, the, the, the focus kind of shifts, not to disrespect anybody or take anything away, but like kind of the focus starts to get ready for that sectional draw. And you think maybe just kind of the schedule being as heavy as it was like, Hey, we just had a bad day. Yeah. I mean, you know, Hey, uh, you know, we saw, we saw a really tough pitcher. Um, we gave up a couple runs early. We got in a jam in the first inning, gave ourselves a chance to get out of it with no runs, but uh, I think it was Mullins at a two run homer did a great job of staying on a baseball and going the other way. So we got down two nothing. And then, I think it was like nine to one, maybe, um, you know, at that point we felt like, Hey, you know, we're not, there's no need to throw anybody else that, that already threw that week to try to keep us in the game. Um, I'm not saying we, we threw the white talent, but we weren't going to use anybody and, and jeopardize anything for next week. So um, we had three guys uh, ended up finishing that game the last, I think it was three and a third or three and two thirds innings where, uh, you know, we're just trying to get out of the situation and, and kind of move on to the next game. And I thought they did a good job. Um, Ethan Hastings, the JV kid came up and um, has thrown really well for the JV all year. And I thought he, he did a very good job against a very good opponent. And um, yeah, I give Northwestern a lot of credit. I mean, obviously they're, they're swinging the bats really well right now. And, and uh, I think they're kind of peaking at the right time, like last year. So, you know, kudos to coach Ward and his staff for getting those kids ready to play. And, and I think we only had maybe one or two errors. I know we had a ground ball error and then maybe one throw. So it wasn't like we kicked it all over the park or, you know, walked a bunch of guys. But, yeah, once it got to like nine to one, ten to one, um, 
know, it, it kind of got away from us, but it wasn't you like you start we to play for another day. You start to, yeah. right, right. I mean, we weren't, you know, we didn't run Corbin out there or Levi to try to stay in the game. I mean, we just, uh, you know, like I said, once again, no excuses, but um, at that point, you're just trying to get through the game and, and uh, you know, not burn anybody else up and, and put yourself in a situation for next week. You know, you mentioned Corbin. I just want to touch on this real quick. You know, I was at the game he pitched at last year against Carroll and then this year versus Carroll. And kind of like he had a rough first inning last year, and I felt like he wasn't a sharp first inning this year. But then he settled down and he was lights out. Is like it, I don't want to ask, is that like a big game issue for him? But is that something that you noticed? Like just he kind of just needed to settle down a little bit? Uh, I mean, I don't think so. I mean, he's pitching a lot of big games this year. He, he pitched over at Delphi, you know, against a, a number nine ranked team in the state on the road on a Saturday a few weeks ago and had some had some pretty tough jams, uh, you know, five, three and and, uh, you know, pitched out of some trouble. So he's been in those spots and 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 really we should have got out. I mean, you know, once again, hindsight 2020. But, um, you know, after they they stole second or we balked. I, I probably should have walked Eldridge and I didn't. Uh, I think it was a two, one count and, and Corbin made a, a mistake on a fastball, but once again, hundred percent put that one on me for not walking him. And if I do, I think there's a good chance we get out of the inning at zero, zero. And then, um, you know, we go up one, nothing two nothing. And it completely changes the whole, I think, complexity of that game. Um, but once again, that's, you know, uh, obviously Carol made the winning plays and did what they had to do, but uh, you know, I felt like I made a coaching mistake there, but, um, you know, sometimes that happens. Um, kids responded well, and then we, we, we ended up coming back and tying it up at two and, and gave ourselves a chance. And I probably made another mistake, you know, not, not getting Corbin a little bit earlier. Um, I think in the sixth inning when he got into trouble, um, you know, once again, hindsight 2020, but probably should have got him out after first or second, nobody out. So, you know, you can put that third batter on me in the sixth. Um, but, you know, like we tell the kids, we learn from those situations and, Next time as a coaching staff and, and uh, you know, myself, we'll, we'll do a better job. Well, I think the most, thing most impressive about that game was even getting to the bottom of the seven, the team was still in it. Like nobody was – nobody had their head down. Nobody was like getting down when it was five to two. I mean, everybody was battling the whole time. So that's where I think, you know, the mentality of what this team brings, that they will be fine. And I believe you when you say it. It's not just coach speak. Yeah, no, it's uh, – I mean, yeah, so give the kids a lot of credit. I mean, I know we struck out a bunch of times against Elders, but I thought we still had some good at-bats. And obviously, you know, we kept grinding and got him got him to his pitch count and then, you know, gave ourselves a chance. I remember when, uh, you know, Bryson was up, I think he came up with a guy on first base and two outs in that seventh down three. I said, hey, find a way on base, you know. And then, then Gabe come up and it's like, hey, find a way to get this thing to Caden. Let's find a way to get on base, you know, turn this thing over and – and, uh, you know, Caden had a great at bat. I mean, you know, we're, I could told the kids after the game, we're probably, you know, a centimeter away from dogpiling at home plate on a, a big victory there. Um, you know, just missed it. And um, oh, yeah. probably some parks that we play at, um, that ball's gone. But, um, but yeah, like I said, the kids gave, gave themselves a chance. And, 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 and like you said, and like I've already talked about here today, like that environment and how we, how we uh, approach the game and, and the energy level and how we competed, I mean, that's going to be the same environment next Saturday. So, you know, even though we lost on Tuesday, I take a lot of positives away from that game that, uh, you know, we get in that situation again, we're going to be fine. Yeah, and like you mentioned, that was a huge crowd. So, like, any of the, the common fans, like, do the same for sectionals. Pack Island Park because that environment was electric. Yeah. Yeah. And we, you know, we've talked a lot and the, and the kids too this week, as I've, I've talked to especially some of our seniors about how valuable, not only that experience uh, was this week, but also the sectional championship game last year that we got a chance to play in. So I think they're going to take a lot from those two experiences and, and um, you know, we're obviously our, our goal is to beat Madison Grant and give ourselves a chance to, 
won the first sectional, I think, in 23 years at Eastern. So, um, you know, we're hoping to do something that hadn't been done for a while. Coach, I appreciate your time. Every Sunday you're here. Uh, thank you so much. Love talking baseball with you. And uh, hopefully you guys are going to get some hardware here for the sectionals, and I'll see you uh, – hopefully see you guys next week. Hey, appreciate it, Chappie. Once again, thanks for doing that this year. Um, I think it uh, – like you said, love talking to you and talking baseball and hearing what some of the other coaches in the area have. So, uh, you know, thanks again for doing this. And, and uh, yeah, look forward to seeing you hopefully here in the, in the tournament. Thanks, Coach. Good luck. Thank you. With me now from the Tri-Central Trojans, Coach Arnold. Coach, how we doing? Good. Good. It's been a good week. Back from the dead as you you were sick last week. You couldn't make it. Uh, I'm, I'm telling you, I don't know that I've been that sick in a long time. I, I was asleep for most of the day last Sunday when I woke up. Whatever time I text you Monday morning, that's when I had gotten out of bed apologizing for not making it on the show. I was, I was down pretty good. So I I've always been able to count on you. So if you're not here, I know something's up. So I, I'll, I'll never really hold that against you. <laughs> well, I appreciate that. How, uh, how'd the week go? It was a good week. We got a lot better this week. Um, we've really been competing in games. Um, played Tipton a uh, week, week ago. Um, lost seven to four, faced the Hoover kid, and the Hoover kid is a phenomenal baseball player. Um, for us to only lose seven to four facing that caliber pitcher uh, and that caliber team, Tipton's got a great team. Uh, I mean, their record doesn't show up, but they've played a heck of a schedule. So um, lost to Elwood Saturday uh, or Saturday, uh, Friday night this week, uh, 16 to 12. Um, just kind of gave that away and the good thing was Elwood beat us uh, but we out hit them um, we just made more errors than they did uh, we gave up 16 runs and four of them were earned so wow it, it isn't that we aren't getting better now it's the Elwood game it is three to two going into the fifth inning and as go into the fifth inning three to two the Dane is pitching he's thrown 44 pitches and at the end of the fifth inning he we're now down and he's thrown 85 pitches and it was just a lot seven errors and all kinds of stuff It, it was just but what we're what we're learning to do we're learning to compete. We got the lead. And then I think we kind of fell apart with the, the it's now we're competing. Can we learn to finish and get over the top and win? And, and you know, yourself, you've been in sports long enough that that is the final step in the rebuild. And that's where we're at. Now we're competing and we're competing at a high level. Now, when we get the lead, we can't freak out. and Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. And that's where we're at right now. We freak out because we've never been there, done that. Coach, how do you keep the spirits high? How do you keep everybody on the team from giving in and throwing the towel in? I have not had one issue with bad attitudes, missing of practice, any of that. I have not had one problem with kids feeling sorry for themselves 
oh, this is unfair. Oh, they all have bought in 100% on they want to leave it better than they found it. And everybody is focused on being 1% better every day we show up. And I'm telling you, I have been blessed with great kids and phenomenal parents. Everybody has bought into the program, the program, the program, and nobody is worried about themselves, numbers, any of that. Caden Leininger, my senior, all of my juniors behind that, everybody with their leadership has bought into let's let's leave it better than we found. And that's why I, we don't have problems with attitudes being up because they know we're not where we need to be and they're not satisfied with where we are. I would think, you know, if anybody ever showed up with an ego, you'd be pretty quick to be able to shut that down going, why do you have an ego? We've won one game in two years. Why are you walking in like, like there's some level of, of, of real achievement here or worthy of an ego? Right. And we, and we use the analogy, you know, it, if, you're, if you're sitting there and you have a pile of crap, it doesn't matter what turd you grab out of the pile, it's still crap. So until we get to where we can compete and work and do, you know, nobody's above it. And, and that includes us coaches. We got to show up every day with, with a can-do, will-do attitude. Otherwise, that feeds into the kids. Our kids are busting butt, working hard. I mean, they're leaving it all out there. The, the losses the last couple of weeks, you can see it hurts now. It means more. They expect more. And I, I couldn't be prouder of the kids. And again, it, it helps when our kids show up every day, not satisfied with, hey, I'm good enough to start for this team. Hey, I'm going to get my letter. They want more. They want to compete. They they want to play good baseballs with, with the Carols and the Easterns and Rossville and Delphi and Tiptons and all that. They want to compete with them. They want to win those games. And that makes my job easy. Is there a level of excitement building that you kind of get a clean slate heading into sectionals? Yes, but I'm going to tell you this. I'm going to go on the record and say this. We are going to win a sectional game this year. I guarantee you. We're I like win it. A game this year. That's how much faith I have in how far we've come and where we're headed. We are going to win a sectional game this year. I love the attitude coach. And I, I, I got to think that that's going to, that's going to flow over to your boys too. Oh, my boys are right there with me. I told them the other night after the Elwood game, if we can hit the ball like this, the lineup that we used the other night, we've used three times this year. We're averaging right at 11 runs with that lineup. We're averaging 19 hits with that lineup. We just got to clean up the defense. If we can eliminate, make half, those errors and score those runs we're going to be and win a lot of games who's been the biggest surprise for you this year like who's really kind of made the biggest stride that you were like i wasn't expecting that wyatt taylor hands down wyatt taylor last year 
played second base. I think he was nervous all year. It was a, oh my gosh year, you know, this year he showed up um, during off season workouts. He never missed a workout. He was at everything, led all of our group stuff. He hands down, he has been the biggest surprise. And I mean that in a great way. He, his average is up this year. His errors are down, his leadership skills. And to know Wyatt, he's a very quiet kid. He doesn't say crap if he has a mouthful. And this year, he has assumed a leadership role. He's vocal. He's out front. Just does an amazing job. He has been, hands down, the biggest surprise, especially with all the kids. We've had three kids out with injuries and, you know, all of that. He has never once hesitated to jump up front with Caden Leininger, our senior, and just lead the group. And, and Caden would be another surprise for me just because if you're the only senior on a team that's only won one game, it would be easy to check out and get senioritis and leave them hanging. And that kid is right there with Wyatt leading the group. Yeah, you got to have big shoulders when you're the only senior on a team that's in a rebuild. Oh, yeah. And – I told him the other night, I said, we're going to win a sectional game. And he looked at me and he said, just one. And that is the attitude I want to hear from the kids. Don't just settle for one. Let's go try win it all. I, I love it. You know, it, it's a clean slate. Everybody gets to start over. That is the, uh, that is the blessing of this tournament. And I'm excited for uh, the Trojans to get started. And, and uh, I, I can't, I can't wait to, to, to tweet all about it, Coach, because you know I will. I, I will promote the hell out of the Trojans. You guys go and get a couple of sectional Ws. Absolutely. Well, get ready to tweet because the Trojans are going to win a sectional game on Thursday the 26th. Coach, I appreciate you and making time for me every Sunday. Uh, I appreciate the people in your car who have to listen to you talk baseball with me for these 10, 15 minutes. Uh, I, I wish you guys the best of luck. And uh, I look forward to seeing you next year. And I'm probably going to see you a little bit for. A little bit from who? I'm going to see you a little bit for football too. Oh, that's awesome. That, that, that's a little, that's a little tease for the people listening. Absolutely. Uh, you're welcome out anytime, man. We truly appreciate you and all you do for our sports and our community and our area. And pick the boys up from youth groups so they're they're actively listening and, and excited for the future of trojan sports both football baseball and basketball coach you're one of my favorite people to talk to i appreciate you good luck this week thank you very much i look forward to seeing that tweet say yeah joining the program from the kokomo wildcats coach weir coach how we doing i'm doing well how about you I'm doing real well. I was doing some show prep today and it was a darn good week for the Wildcats. <laughs> yeah, we had a very good week. You guys are sitting at 16 and three and you're streaking coach. And, and I can't think of a better time. Yeah. I mean, I just looked at our schedule. We, we, you know, our last 12 games were nine and three. We lost one of those designsville two to one. We lost to Harrison in extra innings and we lost to Westfield four to two. So, I mean, you can't ask a whole lot more than that. All three of those very, very good teams. Right. So I, 
I feel like this is a tale of two seasons, you know, the conversation with you. You know, the first half was, hey, man, if we can get some pitching coming along, if we can just get kind of everybody working. And by golly, this back half has been darn good baseball. Yeah, we've, uh, you know, we, we, won, we won the games we should have won. Um, it would have been nice to win, you know, those three that we lost. One of those would have been nice to win. But, you know, we're, we're competitive against some pretty good teams. So, you know, we're, we're, we're on a, a pretty good role going into the sectional, and that's pretty much all you can ask for. What part of this season did you see, like, it kind of started to click? Like it kind of, you started to kind of see everything that you've been preaching since last year. It was all kind of starting to come together. Um, I mean, uh, the biggest problem we had last year was uh, our, our defense was not good. And this year it's been, it's been really good. And I mean, we've completely turned that around. And once we got Cooper Hansen sort of in the mix as, as part of the pitching staff, um, he's been a really big uh, arm for us and, you know, we're going to, he's going to start our sectional game. And I, I think he's going to give us a really good chance to, to win that game. So I think just getting him in the mix uh, on the pitching side has, has been a big deal. How has the, like the team culture, the team environment grown for you this year? Well, I mean, they're, they're starting to understand, you know, basically there's, you know, there's a championship to play for, you know, the, the NCC tournament, we had a chance in that. Um, they're, they're just sort of, you know, putting it together that, you know, if they play good baseball, they can, they can win something that matters. And, you know, up until this year, that really hasn't sort of been on their, on their minds a lot. So I think, I think that's the biggest, biggest change I've seen. You know, we'll run down the week here. Tough four to law or four to two loss against Westfield, uh, Hamilton Heights, you win six to three. Anytime a team from Cocoa beats Heights, I support it. Um, Madison Grant, you win uh, seven six, close game. Uh, Muncie Central, a good doubleheader for you on Saturday, ten one six zero. Why don't you just run through the week for me? Talk to me about that Westfield game. Yeah, so really, we we didn't really play very well the Westfield game, and, and but we were able to. I think we, I can't remember how many pitchers we threw, maybe three or four, and you know they were able to keep us in the game. We we just didn't just didn't come out with a lot of fire and a lot of energy, and. Um, you know, I think we scored two in the last inning to, to make it, you know, somewhat competitive, but it was a little unfortunate that we didn't actually try to, you know, put a little more effort into that game because it, it was very definitely a winnable game. Um, but we bounced back, you know, we, we played Hamilton Heights, which was something we added to our schedule about halfway through the season. And, you know, they've, they've got a pretty good team and, you know, we, we were able to, you know, win that game pretty much like we probably should have, but, you know, they're good enough to, to beat us if we didn't play well. And then we, we got another game scheduled just at the last minute. We're literally like 9 p.m. the night before. Um, Madison Grant called and, and asked if we could play because they lost their opponent for that day and it was their senior night. So, you know, instead of our guys thinking they're coming to practice the next day, they found out they're going through a game. And that was a, that was a little bit of a different, you know, thing for them to, to figure out and, we didn't, we didn't play very well, to be honest with you, but they, you know, they, they, they brought it, you know, they really wanted to win on senior night and they gave us a good game, but luckily we, we held on for that win. And then Muncie central, you know, they're sort of, you know, they're better than they have been the last few years. They've probably got three or four decent players. The rest of them are, are young. So, you know, those were two games that, you know, we really should have won and we did, which was, which was good to see. Yeah, I mean, though everybody kind of goes through those struggles at times, you know, especially in a rebuild or a reload of a program. Um, but, you know, this time of the season, 
you know, getting ready to head to the sectionals where you guys are about to have kind of an extended time off, you know, to get that double header to really get the bats kind of a little hot. How, how valuable is that? Yeah, it's definitely valuable. I mean, la- the last two years, Muncie Central has canceled that that doubleheader with us to play a, a different game. So, you know, last year we were sitting here basically a week and a half without a game going into the sectional. So it, it was good to get that, you know, a, a doubleheader in. We didn't, we didn't think possibly that we would get both games in with the weather, but it turned out that it worked out. So it, it was good to see. I mean, you know, a couple guys, Chad, Chad Washburn had a really big game, the the second game, which is you know, he hit the ball somewhat different than we've seen from him. And hopefully that, you know, that's something he can carry into the sectional. Yeah. Chad was, uh, man, he, he was right on the cusp of being one of my players of the week. He was right there. I just couldn't justify doing like four or five players of the week this week, but <laughs> right. uh, yeah, he, he had a heck of a game and uh, he, he's a guy that I don't think I've probably heard his name a whole lot this year. And is that kind of a product of him working on some things or, well, I mean, he, he's he's still a sophomore. He started. Yeah, he's a young guy. A freshman, yeah. right? And he, uh, you know, he, he plays three sports. He he plays tennis in the in the fall. He, he's a wrestler, and he really doesn't do a whole lot baseball wise until until the season starts. And it you know takes him a little bit of time to get going. But I mean, he athletically, he you know he's our fastest runner. He plays a really good center field. Um, when he's when he figures out how to how to drive the ball like he did yesterday, he, he's you know, he could potentially play at the next level if he if he puts the time in. He's that kind of athlete. You know, we were talking about the time off. You know, you guys don't have a game now again until next Saturday. With, with the season built the way that it is, it, I mean, how do you navigate that? It's like you've got games where you got four and five games in a week, and now you're not going to play for a week and you got to go play sectionals. Yeah, I, I I don't think it's – it's not really – I mean, at this point, we've, we've played enough games. Um, you know, it's not like – uh, missing, a, you know, we're going to, we're going to practice for five days and we're going to work on things that, you know, specifically can help us against Harrison, for example. And so, I mean, I, I don't really, you know, I would rather, you know, we were looking for a game potentially on a Monday or Tuesday of next week, but there's just not too many people that, that have the whole week off that want to play another game. So it didn't work out, but, you know, we'll make the most out of our practice time and we might play a little scrimmage inner squad scrimmage sometime during the week, but, I mean, it, it'll be good to just, you know, sort of get back to the basics and work on some things that, that we need to work on to, to be ready for the game on Saturday. You know, you're going to play Harrison for the fourth time this season, so I can't imagine they're going to do anything that surprises you. Uh, do, do you assume you know who's going to be on the mound for them? Uh, no, not really, because they, they've they sort of not pitched the guys that we expected all year. I mean, we, you know, they, they've got one really good left-hander that, that had a good junior year and he's, you know, we sort of expected because we played them the first week of the season and we, and we didn't see him until like the last inning, inning, uh, like 1.2 innings in the last game, which we had, we were ahead like seven to three at that point. And that was a little surprising. They used him the weekend before, just not, not really sure why, but, um, and then he, he came in in relief. Um, so he didn't pitch the first game against us. He came in the second game for a little over an inning and then he threw like 1.2 or three against, you know, maybe two innings against us in the, in the conference tournament. And I think they were, I think their plan is to try to use him potentially as much as they can. Like, like they brought him in at the end of our game and they started him in the next game or the, or actually they brought him in in the second game that same day. So, 
you know, they've got, they've got some decent arms, but he's definitely their, their best pitcher. So I, I can't, you know, it's hard to predict if they're going to try to use him from the start or maybe bring him in to close it the first game and then have enough innings, you know, have enough pitches left to come back on, on the next day if they would win. So it's hard to say. Have they seen Hanson? Uh, they saw him for the last, uh, I think two innings, maybe two point. They ended up they ended up winning the game on a walk off single, which was against him. But before that single, they they didn't they didn't do well against him. So he's definitely something that that you know I think they're going to worry about because it's it's different than you know he's throwing pretty much sidearm three quarter type pitching, and it's it's a lot different than what you're normally used to. You got a little bit of gamesmanship going. I kind of like it. You know, neither, <laughs> neither, neither of you guys really have a good gauge on on who potentially is going to start the uh, the game. So that's got to kind of. I mean, the unknown is the unknown, but it's kind of like they're in the same boat. Yeah, this the the conference tournament game. We 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 had two guys scheduled to be our DH. One was a righty, one was a lefty, and we were sort of waiting for them to to show who they were going to throw that day because they've got a decent righty and a, and a good lefty and. And it was, I think they were sort of playing some games because they had both guys over there sort of doing their band work and acting like they were getting ready to pitch. And they, they waited really long to give us their lineup. But, you know, eventually if we figured out who that was. But so I, I think they're, I mean, like I said, I don't think they want to use their best pitcher, you know, from the beginning because then he's he'll be done for the sectional. So we'll, we'll see what they decide. The nice thing is, though, you know, you get through Harrison and then you're playing for a sectional title. Yeah, and that that would that would be great. That's got. I mean, that that kind of I think would up the level a little bit for the guys. I mean, because the tournaments can be. I mean, if you got to play game one all the time, I mean, yeah, that can be a little much. But yeah, one and you're in, man. That's got to get, get the team ready to go. Yeah, we we were in the same boat last year with with McCutcheon, and McCutcheon was the best team going into the sectional last year, and we drew them the first game in the in this round. You know, we got a bye, and then we played them the first game, and we ended up losing three to one. If we win that game, you know, anything could happen in in the championship. So we're sort of in the same same boat this year. Uh, you know, we win one, we're in the championship, but we got to face you know, arguably the best team in the conference and, you know, potentially the best pitcher in the conference. So we'll see. You what say happens. McCutcheon is probably still the top of that. No, no. The, I mean, to, I'm talking this year was is oh, Harrison. Oh, Harrison. Okay. Harrison's, you know, they won the chance. They won the, the NCC conference. They were, you know, everybody was pretty even during the regular season, but they ended up winning the tournament. But, you know, they, they've on, you know, on paper, they're definitely, you know, a little bit above everybody else, but we'll see what happens. Who's been the biggest surprise for you this year? On the team, um, de- definitely Cooper Hansen pitching wise because I mean last year he didn't he didn't hardly throw for us at all and and you know we sort of converted him to a sort of a sidearm pitcher here in about February of this year which was you know we were just messing around with it in the bullpen one day and it looked it looked really good and so he's you know we really weren't ex- we, we didn't know what to expect out of him as as far as pitching goes but once he he got c- comfortable with that style he's been you know, a really good arm for us, which was sort of unexpected. And then, I mean, I, I knew John Curl would hit, but I didn't, I didn't know he would hit like he is this year. I mean, he's putting up some numbers that are, you know, up there with everybody and, you know, top, t- top hitters in the state. So, you know, if those two guys can, can give us a good game on, on Saturday, we get, we have a really good chance of winning. Uh, John Curl hitting 539 in case you didn't have your updated uh, stats. <laughs> yes. 
Yeah, and that's the thing with him too. Like, I mean, I knew he could hit as well, but to see like what he's done from the beginning of the season and sustained it because we saw a lot of people in the area all hitting 500 around the midpoint, but I mean, for him to continuously just do it. Yeah. And, and, it, and it's, uh, you know, it's in, uh, you know, some guys do it hitting singles. He's, he's hit, he's doing it hitting doubles, triples, and home runs. So um, he's hitting for power and he's hitting, you know, he, he hits the ball hard pretty much. I mean, he, he doesn't get very many cheap hits. Let's put is it that way. Is his hammy still uh, bothering him at all? No, I think it's his hamstring is is 100. He, he's got a little bit of Achilles issue right now, but hopefully he'll be all right after a week's worth of uh, no games. You mentioned, you know, he's got 28 runs batted in, 14 doubles, five triples, and John's a good sized kid, so right. the, he's legging out some triples. I'm, I'm I'm impressed. Yeah, I mean he he's 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 a big kid, but he he runs he runs uh, quicker than you than he looks. Let's put it that way. So once he gets going, I mean it's. You know, he rounds first, and if he sees, you know, that ball in the gap, he's thinking triple right away. So, I mean, you know, a lot of guys sort of, you know, they don't bust it out of the box, and they, they ended up with a double, but he he's he, he always looks like he wants that triple, and he's got several of them this year. And for a guy who's hit the way he has, he's only been walked 12 times and only struck out 11. Yeah, and of those 11, I think three or four of them were in the first two games. So, I mean, he's – once he, he, he got – sort of in the groove it's it's pretty good it's really nice having him back next year yes the thing the 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 good thing yet is he really hasn't hit well against harrison this year so you know that's sort of uh i think it might be in our our advantage because i mean a lot of teams you know you would think they would think about pitching around him but harrison's sort of had some good success against him so hopefully they they keep throwing to him i'd say he's due yeah, he, he's definitely, I mean, if you're five over 500 and you're due, it would be, you know, against maybe one team and then Harrison's sort of that team. So we'll uh, hopefully get him, get him tuned up this weekend and ready to go. Well, uh, I'm excited to see what you guys do. Best of luck this week, coach. Uh, I appreciate your time so much, you know, making time for me on Sundays. And uh, I, I hope you guys can pull out the game on Saturday and play for a sectional title. All right. I appreciate it. Good luck, coach. Thanks. Bye.